Thanks for joining us for the special Mideast Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Remember God's love for you. He's given you a son on a cross so that you could have the freedom to choose his kingdom. Knowing this, you can realize that he'll never hold anything back from you when you're in his will. Let him be your king. Trust all things into his hands and faithfully move forward. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's prophecy update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly prophecy update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on January 10th, 2021. This is not about a vaccine. This is about destroying the human DNA and reducing and controlling the population. You know, population control, again, there's videos, documents. We might have even the links to it out of Bill Gates' own mouth, the agenda, and there's, this should come as no surprise, his dad was one of the founders of the eugenics movement, that they had to change the name to Planned Parenthood, which is why, by the way, that Planned Parenthood abortion clinics are always in African American neighborhoods. It's to sterilize and depopulate the earth, because you have to understand that population control includes not just controlling the population by tracking them, but reducing the population. That's what this is about. Okay, have a nice day. (laughs) Just a second. But God. Okay. But God. Yeah. Thank you for clapping. Praise the Lord. Do you think for a second God's in heaven going, oh my goodness. The vaccine got rolled out. What are we going to do? Everything is going perfectly according to God's plan, God's Word, right on schedule. God is allowing it. It's exactly as we were told it would be. And here's the thing. God is faithful. And God can be trusted no matter what happens. Or, no matter how bad it gets, prior to the rapture of the church of Jesus Christ, which can happen at any time. I am personally aware of some who either already have refused, or when the time comes will refuse the vaccine after having counted the cost. And they've counted the cost, and it's going to come at a great cost but God again. For those who have, or who are seeking the Lord concerning this decision, I want to encourage you. 
God will always provide. Yeah, but pastor, I'm going to lose my job. Oh, wait a minute. So what, God can't provide in a different way? Please, I, maybe I need to. It's one of those times where it's not what I say, it's how I say what I say. I just, I want to say this as lovingly, but yet as firmly as I possibly can. God's going to take care of you. He can't not. Yeah, but if I, if I go into work and it's decision time, and they say, you have to take this vaccine, what's in it? You have to take it to find out. (laughs) Sounds familiar, actually. And if you don't take it, then I'm sorry, you you cannot work here. Okay, what am I going to do? You don't think God's going to take care of you? Romans 8.32, if God was willing to give you His only begotten Son because of His love for you, He would not withhold His only begotten Son. I wouldn't do that for you. I would not give you one of my sons. I I love you, but I don't love you that much. Is that okay? I mean, you don't love me that much either. But God does. If He loves you that much, so much that He's unwilling to withhold His only begotten Son to die for you, is there anything He'll withhold from you? Let me take it further again. How do you know that if God closes that door, He's got over here another door that is exceedingly abundantly above and beyond anything you could have ever imagined. And you know what your only regret will be? Is that you didn't trust God sooner. Kind of like, oh my goodness, Lord, you're amazing. I know, I'm God. (laughs) But I mean, Lord, if I'd have known, well, I tried to tell you, just trust me. I love you so much. I'm not going to let a hair on your head fall to the ground unless it serves my purpose and is for my glory and your good. I he way, way too many hairs on my head fall to the ground, but that's another story. <laughs> I'm not going to let anything happen to you. And the only way I'll let anything happen to you is if in the end it's for your betterment and my glory. Then I'll let it happen. I think about Peter. When Jesus says, Peter, come here, I got got to talk to you about something. What? Oh, well, the other day Satan came up to me and asked me for permission to sift you as wheat. He did? Yeah. (laughs) Well, you told him no, right, Lord? No, I, I told him yes. Why? Because it's for your good and my glory. Just wait. You'll say, Psalm 27, 13 and 14. I'll try to bring it in for a landing here. It is abundantly clear that the world today is waxing more and more evil than ever before, but trust in the Lord like never before. You'll forgive me if that sounds cliche and canned. I don't intend for it to sound like that. I know there are many who are trying to warn their loved ones concerning the decision to get vaccinated, and my heart goes out to you. (laughs) I know it's really hard. It's it's gut-wrenching, and it's heartbreaking. And again, you'll forgive me. I know this might sound canned and cliche, but do your best and trust God with the rest. God loves them more than you do, by the way. 
And that goes for your family as well, particularly so. For those of you that have a prodigal son or a wayward daughter, have you ever thought of it like that? I mean, you love them so much, you never knew that you could love so much and have your heart broken so much. But have you ever thought about it like that God loves them more than you ever could? This last week my uh, wife shared with me, as only a wife can, this profound, and I would even suggest prophetic word, and it goes like this. Are you aware? Do you care? If so, I'll share. If not, beware. I thought that was pretty good. I said, can I quote you? She said, sure, go ahead. I'll put a copyright on it after you do next week. <laughs> let, me, let me say that again. Think, think this through with me. Because it, here's, here's the problem, right? People aren't aware of this. So question, are you aware? Okay, so, so you're aware. Now the next question is, do you care? Okay, so if you care, then I'll share. If you don't, then you better beware because it's going down, exactly as God said it would. And this is why we do these prophecy updates. This is why we share, because we care, the gospel of Jesus Christ, and end with a childlike explanation of salvation by way of the ABCs of salvation. What's the gospel? The gospel's the good news. (laughs) If you're anything like me, and I suspect that you are, we could use some good news right about now right? The bad news is, this is going down. This is getting real. It's happening. And this is how it ends. I think we talked about that a couple weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago. This is how it ends. This is how it ends. And we're never going back. That's pretty bad news. But that readies me and steadies me for the good news. And the good news is, is that all of this is going down. And when it does, we go up. That's the good news. Because the gospel is this. Jesus Christ came, He was crucified, He was buried, He rose again on the third day, and He's coming back one day when the trumpet sounds, and the dead in Christ rise first, and we who are alive and remain will be caught up, raptured up, to meet the Lord in the air. I was just thinking about this this last week, and it's kind of an anticipation of a a couple of testimonies that I want to share, which are just so moving about how it is. All of those of you, like me, that have had loved ones that have went home to be with the Lord. You know, we often read past it, but the dead in Christ rise first. My daughter Noelle is going to have her bodily resurrection first. My mommy, I can't wait. My dad, I hope, I believe by faith. The dead in Christ rise first. They're going to be in the air. And we're going to meet them and the Lord in the air. Anytime now. Anytime now. How about now? (laughs) Actually, that would be great, wouldn't it? Yes, praise the Lord. Okay, I'm going to say it. Yeah, but pastor, the, the, tribu- the rapture is not going to happen before the seven-year tribulation. Okay, whatever. 
That's why, again, it is of paramount importance to know God's Word, and not just what you believe, but why you believe it. Because it's going to make the difference between being depressed and blessed. I know that's corny, but it's true. If I don't know and believe and understand that the rapture has to happen before the seven-year tribulation, I'm freaking out right now. Right? That changes everything. Okay, I feel better now. Let's, uh, the ABCs of salvation. If you're watching online, or maybe you're here today, I make no assumptions, and you've never called upon the name of the Lord. I want to share with you how to be saved. It's so simple. It's childlike simple. There's really nothing you have to do. It's already been done for you. Jesus did it. He paid in full. It is finished. You can't add to it or subtract from it. It's finished. The A is for admit or acknowledge that you've sinned, that you're a sinner, that you need the Savior. Romans 3.10 says, as it is written, there is no one righteous, not even one. Romans 3.23 tells us why. It's because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We were all born sinners which is why we must be born again to enter the kingdom of heaven. Romans 6.23 says, the wages of sin is death. That's the bad news, the death penalty. But, here's the good news, the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. It's for believing your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. And as Romans 10.9 and 10 says, if you believe in your heart, that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. That's the B, and here's the C. It's for call upon the name of the Lord, or as Romans 10, 9 and 10 also says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved, and here's why. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And lastly, Romans 10.13 seals the deal. All who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. That simple. If you've never called upon the name of the Lord, I implore you today, while it is still day, because today is the day of salvation. Can I share with you two testimonies. Very moving, this first one is from Tony and Amanda Myers. I have been watching your prophecy updates for five years, and my wife has been for quite a bit longer. We have been going to a small country church, God's church, for about a year now. You and the Holy Spirit have inspired me to get up in church and speak about salvation many times during this first year. We use the ABCs of Salvation cards in service and to give out. We have had six receive salvation this year, and last week we had 16 baptized. The main reason I am writing you is one of those that was baptized last week passed away at their home suddenly five days after. You talk about a wake-up call. J.D., my wife, myself, and our small church of 40 people 
in Corydon, Indiana, are very inspired by how God uses you. We all love watching you be bold weekly. Don't ever stop. I have no intention of stopping. I mean, like the Lord's going to let me get away with that anyway, right? This one is a tissue alert. (laughs) No, I really mean that. Comes from Brett. Pastor J.D., a friend of mine led me to your messages last spring. I'm a contractor in a small town known as Tuscola, Illinois. This past summer, as I watched your ABCs of Salvation billboard campaign taking place, I too felt our Lord speaking to me and instructing me to pay for an ABCs of Salvation billboard. I was all set to contact a billboard company to put up our ABCs billboard, but I felt God leading me in a different direction. He was telling me He wanted me to share a different message. For over two months I prayed, trying to figure out what message God wanted me to share. He was telling me to share a scripture that provides hope to the confused or fearful people in our fallen world. He led me to Matthew eleven twenty-eight. Come to me, Jesus said, all you that are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. I reached out to an advertising company before Thanksgiving to inquire about a billboard that came available as you come into our town. They explained that it would take several weeks to get the billboard up as I signed my contract. I never let a single person know I was doing this, not even my wife. God knows what you've done in private. On December 20th, the most painful tragedy we've ever endured took place. Our beautiful daughter Kelly died in an automobile accident at the tender age of 26. There is no pain like this. Two days after her death, we had to meet with the local funeral director to plan her arrangements. One of the questions asked was what information we wanted on her memorial cards they give out at the visitation and funeral. I left these decisions up to my wife. I did not know the decisions she made except for the photo we used and whom I thought should be the pallbearers. The next day we returned to the funeral home for an immediate family private viewing of our daughter inside her casket. While there, the funeral director brought us the completed memorial card. As I looked it over, tears began to stream down my face. My wife had chosen Matthew eleven twenty-eight as the verse she wanted on the card. I asked her, how she came up with this specific verse out of the 31,000 plus verses in the Bible. She told me that years ago when I struggled with my addictions, this was the verse that she read to help carry her through. Our daughter Kelly was also dating a young man that has his own personal struggles with alcoholism, and my wife said she texted this verse to our daughter on a regular basis. As we were leaving the funeral home, The billboard company notified me that our billboard was up. I never intended to let anyone know I was the one responsible for it until the miracle that just took place that only God could do. I told my wife I had something to show her. We drove out to the billboard, and both of us were filled with joy as tears rolled down both of our faces. Only a loving and living God could be secretly speaking to both of us as He shared a message of hope with us at critical times in both of our lives. The cross smashing the pitchfork, I like this, (laughs) into pieces is our construction company's logo, 
which represents the victory over sin through Jesus Christ. We laid our precious Kelly to rest the day after Christmas. Even though our hearts are broken, we take great comfort in the fact that our baby is now walking on the streets of gold. We will all be rejoicing when we see our loved ones and Jesus Christ on that glorious day. P.S. God has shown us a few signs that our baby is in His good hands. As her body was lowered into her grave, He showed us a cross in the sky pictured here. God does things like that, you know. If you'd like to share this message during your live sermons, I would be delighted. I hope the message may reach someone that is also weary and burdened and needs a rest that only Jesus Christ can provide. Please feel free to list my email as well. We have it in the links below. Maybe there's someone out there that can relate to our story. And I would love to speak with anyone that's struggling with addictions or the loss of a loved one. Even if my story and God's message reaches only one person, it was worth it. Our daughter was the most beautiful person I've ever known on the inside and out. She was pure love. And we were so blessed to have had her for 26 amazing years. God bless Brett Atkinson. You never know, do you? You never know. We talk about the rapture, but what if our untimely death precedes the rapture? It can. James said, you know, be very careful when you say we're going to go into such and such a city and do business there and make a profit there. You don't know that. Tomorrow's not guaranteed. You should preface everything with Lord willing. One last thing, I want to share this story. I haven't shared it in a while. I think it's apropos, if you don't mind. Appreciate your patience. I think this is the Lord. I was very young, in my 20s, single, a, a relatively new believer, and I was very active in my church at the time. And I served, volunteered at a boys' home. This was a home for teenage boys that were, uh, you know, foster kids, basically, just unwanted sadly. And uh, I uh, took under my wing uh, just a a precious 13-year-old black kid. He was so cool. Actually, my daughter's age now that I think of it, 13 years old. So every Sunday after church services, we would go out to this home. We would just encourage him, pray with him, minister to him, bless him, help him, be there for him, love on him. (laughs) On this particular day, felt this really strong urge to ask him if he knew for sure that if he were to die, that he would go to be with the Lord. He said, I'm not sure. I said, you can be sure. You can know that you have eternal life. Do you want me to explain to you how, and would you like to pray? He said, yes, I would. So I shared the gospel with him accepted Christ. That day, that week, he drowned. He drowned. I was so glad. I shared the gospel. I'm going to see him. I'm going to see him again in heaven. You never know. Jesus is returning. This fact is one we can get excited about, despite any circumstances we find ourselves in. Jesus will return one day to rid this earth of every evil thing that's destroying it. 
He'll once and for all take down the enemy and establish his kingdom in our midst. How soon will this amazing event occur? The Bible tells us that no one knows the exact date, but it does give us clues about events that will take place as it nears. This is why Pastor J.D. has created these Mideast Bible Prophecy Updates. The Mideast Bible Prophecy Update is a focused look at current events through the lens of prophecy. The Bible has given us clear indicators of what's to come, and we can see many of these events happening all around the world today. Join us each week for an in-depth look at what the Bible has to say about current events on these Mideast Bible Prophecy Updates. The latest updates are available on the In Spirit and Truth YouTube channel, and you'll find a link to our page by visiting InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com. You can also access these teachings through our mobile app for Apple and Android devices. Just search for In Spirit and Truth in your app store, or follow the links provided at InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com. With this app, you can take the Mideast Bible Prophecy Updates with you wherever you go, as well as give you access to many other teachings Pastor J.D. has shared from the pages of Scripture. Thanks for tuning in today. We hope you'll join us again right here on In Spirit and Truth.